Tanya for the 21st of Kislev, first the story. The Alter Rebbe, the author of the Tanya, the Balatanya, once received a silver snuff box as a gift. But the Alter Rebbe didn't want to use it. He said like this. He said, there's one body part which isn't always trying to seek gratification, trying to seek pleasure, and that's the nose. Should I now train the nose to seek pleasure by using the snuff box? So instead of using it, he, re- he removed the lid of the snuff, snuff box. It was silver, so it was reflective. It was a mirror. And he used it as his fill-in mirror. And that's how he used the, he used the, the box, but without using it for, to, to smell with, to use it as a snuff box. Now, what's interesting about the story is they, this story was once told over to the grandson of the Alter Rebbe, the Semach Tzedek. But when the person who was saying over the story... They said that the Altaiba broke off the top of the of the snuff box. So the Tzemach said they commented on the story when the person told it over to him like that. He said he said, No, no, it's impossible. That my grandfather never broke anyone and never broke anything. It must have been that he removed the hinges, he removed the pins that connected the top and the bottom, and that's how that's how he utilized the top mirror part because breaking off the top that wasn't that wasn't the way of the Alter Rebbe. What's really interesting is that the Rebbe spoke about this and and talked about the the, the story and, and the the Tzemach Sedek repeating over the story and he connected it with the Al Rebbe's goal of elevating the world, which is a beautiful lesson that the, the Rebbe you read into the story very deeply. The Tanya now is beginning the introduction of the Alter Rebbe himself. We've so far had the approbations, whether it was the two friends of the Alter Rebbe or the sons in a later printing, in an 1814 printing. But now we're actually doing the introduction of himself of the Alter Rebbe. It's in the form of a letter that the Alter Rebbe sent out. And the, the, the basic premise of this introduction is people were very disappointed. You'd imagine that people would be thrilled to hear about the Alter Rebbe's book but there was a caveat. There was, there was, you know, there was, there was a little bit of um, um, hidden information, context, and that was this book was to replace the private audiences that Chassidim had to, um, could have with the Alter Rebbe. They were able to go in and have personal time with the Alter Rebbe and talk about their problems directly with the Alter Rebbe. And now that the Alter Rebbe was publishing the book, he told them that this is to replace the private audiences. And as you can imagine, people were not all that thrilled. They said to themselves, you know, we, I'd rather talk directly to the Alter Rebbe, you know, face-to-face in a private audience than have to deal with a book that, you know, probably not going to address my issues. So the Alter Rebbe explained in the letter, don't be worried about it. This book could explain the issues to all your questions. But in a very creative style, a very interesting style, the Alter Rebbe first starts off his letter, which we're going to read today. We're not even going to get to the answers. We're going to start today the questions. The Alter Rebbe is going to prove three ways why it's absolutely impossible that a book could replace having a private audience with him. And then, of course, he's going to explain tomorrow that actually the Tanya is an exception. But today's Tanya is just going to deal with the three reasons why it's absolutely impossible to believe that the book could somehow be a replacement for speaking to one's teacher in person. Let's begin. This is a letter to Anash and to the Chassidim, and, and, and the Alter Rebbe is giving them a blessing, a general blessing, because the original 
had a had an abbreviation Yud Sadik Vav, and there's many ways of of breaking that abbreviation up. But uh, may Hashem bless. May Hashem bless our stronghold and guard them. That's one translation of it. Let's, let's use that. Aleichem Ishem Ekra, to you worthy men I call. Shimu Eilai Rejfeit Sedek Mavakshi Hashem, Vayishma Aleichem Elakim Lemi God of Al-Katam. Dalteb is starting off his letter and saying, Listen to me, those that pursue righteousness, who seek Hashem, that the Hashem should bless you both in spiritual and in uh, spiritual large large people and small people, call all the Anash of our lands and nearby countries. So I'll try sending out a letter. General letter for everyone. Ish Each person have peace and eternal life. Maybe Amin may be the Wall of Hashem. So now the Altabah starts off with a very famous expression, and, he, and Altabah agrees it's a very famous expression. You can't compare having guidance from a teacher directly to a student compared to reading inside of a book. The first reason why the Alter says it really is kind of impossible to compare talking to a teacher directly compared to reading in a book is because you know, people have very limited minds and very limited capabilities and also very little uh, um, or very great emotional growth. And based on the place where the person is holding, that's what he'll project or take in from the book that he's reading. So if a person has a very limited mind, he's going to read a very profound book and say, eh, it wasn't all that great. Or he'll say, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't such, a, it wasn't such a, um, a great read. Now it turns out it was brilliant. It's just his mind is very limited, so he's very uninspired by it. Especially if, and now if it's actually a book where a person's supposed to be improving from, he reads the book and he's not motivated. Turns out, had he talked to the, the author himself and had a chat with him, the guy could have changed his life. So because of the deficiencies in the reader, the message of the book is being lost. So of course, that's what the first reason why you know, you really can't compare reading a book by someone and talking to the author himself. Second reason why you really can't compare talking to a reader versus um, reading a book. So the other the other thing is that what will inspire someone else, even if he doesn't have a deficiency in his mind or emotional growth or intellectual or, or you know uh, interpersonal growth, even if that's not the deficiency, what will inspire a person will be different from one person to the next. Like we say about Hashem, that Hashem has this incredible incredible ability to be able to impact everyone. Completely, because Hashem's Hashem's godly, or like we say about someone that's inspired by Hashem, a great tzaddik. Okay. 
So you have a great tzaddik like Yeshua who was blessed by Hashem with incredible power, with godly-like power. Hashem imbued and inspired Yeshua to a tremendous amount. And Yeshua was able to inspire people completely, even though 600,000 people are completely different, Yeshua was able to do that. And the special rabbis throughout history are are gifted with that incredible ability. The Alter Rebbe was an incredibly gifted person. People would come to the Alter Rebbe, and each of them, such so different in character and, and growth and greatness and smallness, etc., were able to be inspired by the Alter Rebbe to extreme degrees, but that was in person. So now the third point. So the third point is we had the first two reasons why you can't compare. Now the third reason is the second reason is if you're reading a generalized book, people are holding a different different places. So you can't imagine that even a brilliant book will be able to inspire people and bring them up like uh, like Yeshua or like a great tzaddik could do. His a book based on wisdom is just not able to do that. But now the third reason is a little more nuanced. The third reason says, wait a second, what if it's a book of Torah? Torah is connected to every Jew. Every Jew is absolutely bound with the Torah. And we know, of course, that the Torah is absolutely bound with God. So you might say, wait a second, so a person's writing a book of Torah, a book that's based on Torah, in that case, he's, he's able to be inspired and motivated by that book as an extension of the fact that he's automatically connected to the book. So if it's a uh, if it's a book of wisdom, I'll try to yeah, I get it. You know, it's not your sure that's able to inspire every single person. It's a book. It's a book based on wisdom. Okay, good. So but you, you can't compare that to to, to meeting the, the author himself. But if it's a book of Torah, if it's a, a book that's to guide people, and the guidance is entirely based on Torah, well, a Jew's automatically connected to Torah. So that actually might be compelling. Says so I'll try but that might be a good reason. Says Al Trevor that 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 doesn't cut it either. Even if the book is based on Torah, it still doesn't mean that a person will open up that book and find inspiration, and that will be equal to having a teacher. Even though Torah is connected to every single person, and every person traces his root of his soul back to Torah. And the, not every person is able to determine what part of Torah is his place in Torah. You can learn Torah and it just won't, it won't resonate with you. Not because you're not connected to it, but because that might not be the part of Torah that, that's the, that, your, that your soul root is connected to. Valtabek is a very easy example. And once you hear the example, you're like, okay, actually, I get that. Even the laws, things that are permissible and forbidden, things that are very easy for understand, they're not, you know, they're not deep ideas in, in Torah, mystical, hidden matters in Torah. Matsuno, 
I'll keep reading a little bit and then explain. So the Atabah says, look at basic halachas. You open a Gemara, you open up a Mishnah, you open a halacha, and you see the most incredible thing. You have a basic law. What do you do about such and such? What direction do you do you light the menorah? Do you go from one, two, three, four as you go through the days, or do you start off at eight and go make your way down? And you see the most amazing thing. In something that's absolutely revealed to us, different rabbis have different opinions. Now, why would rabbis have different opinions? Based on the source of their soul, they'll have different opinions, whether it's whether to, to, to swerve towards kindness or to swerve towards discipline and control. They'll, that will actually, depending on the source of the soul of the rabbi that's, that has his opinion, that will determine what opinion he has. Now, that's in actual day-to-day law. If in a basic law, how one needs to behave day to day behavior activity, we have different rabbis that say different opinions based on where their soul source comes from within Torah itself, and they have different opinions. Imagine how nuanced and how intricate the opinions and the the inspiration will be determined when they're dealing with hidden matters matters of the soul matters of the heart each person having a different opinion each person having a different trigger each person having a different thing that will inspire them like we know that only hashem that her husband's known in the gates only hashem really knows how to um how to um measure and and determine our you know what's going on deep with inside of our psyche when we're dealing with something so nuanced like this, imagine how how impossible it is to write a book that will inspire each person equally. To summarize, the Altarab is leaving us off on a cliffhanger. It's a question. The Altarab says, how is it possible that a Tanya could replace private audiences? The Altarab gives three reasons. Reason number one, the loneliness of the reader will disable him from being able to find the hidden light in the book. That's reason number one, that a book isn't good. Number two, books of guidance are dependent, are built upon human logic, and therefore are limits to the depth, disabling them from being able to become effective guidance to each and every type of reader. And number three, even if the book of guidance is based on the Torah, and therefore automatically connected to each and every Jew, not every single Jewish person has found and discovered his specific, specific place in Torah that connects to him, and therefore, he won't be able to get fear of heaven from reading the book. Now, if a person, for example, went to a teacher, an educator, that person will be able to work with him and discover that place, but if he's reading it out of the book, very mm-hmm. unlikely to be able to discover what, how his fear of heaven and love of God and fear of God is able to be unlocked. And therefore, the Altarabah concludes, of course, until tomorrow, that mm-hmm. a book cannot replace personal and direct guidance from a teacher. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. The Tanya is a Nishmas. Shimona bas Peretz, Simchas Fiyah bas Shonu is Violet, and also a Fushlem for Elke Rocha bas Alisa, Kayla bas Chaim Bracha, B'nai Elke Golda Peretz, Ben Chayid Varalea, Moshe Ben Esther, and also for the success of all the Jews around the world, especially those in Eretz Yisrael, and for the soldiers who defend Jewish people. Have a wonderful and very successful day, and thank you for joining.